Hello, hello, everyone. This is Heather. And this is Kara. And you're listening to I'm Not Complaining. I'm just asking. It's our podcast. Hello, everyone. It's a new year. It is. Happy New Year. New Year, new season. 2022? Now, is it 2022? Or is it just 2022? Oh, that's what it's been trending. T-W-O or T-O-O? No. As in 2020 brackets 2 question mark? Or is it 2022 as in 2022? Is that late speak? I, oh gosh, I don't know. That's what's <laughs> trending online. The new year, new you in 2022. Ooh. So whatever you wanted to do in 2020. You should apply 2022 if that's what you're thinking, that it's 2022. Oh, my goodness gracious. Not to be confused with Blink-182. Oh. Or uh, is it uh, Taylor Swift? It's 1989 when she came out. It's 22. Album when I she was 22. That's, I think. Oh, yeah. I don't know about you. I feel it too. Is so that 22 it? is a. Is a big year. 2 2 or double digit. Was it the same number? Double if, digits? Yeah. You're supposed to have like. That's supposed to be a lucky birthday. A lucky well, year. The, but it's the year of the tiger. Wow. I'm a year of the tiger. Yeah. Which I don't understand the calendar because I was born in 86. Spoiler alert. I was born in the 80s. So is Heather. Um, but 86 was Year of the Tiger. Mine was, or is, it continues to be, Year of the Dog. And 85 is the Year of the Ox. I don't know what 87 is. But, I don't know. But who cares? Well, they, so somebody, somebody, somebody does, does if really, that's their year. I don't really Jeez. pay attention to Zodiac signs or the, the Lunar New Year, which I, the also thing is I've, coming up, Yeah, right? the thing I've been seeing is um, memes about people wanting to know what time of day that you were born because you need that information to make a more accurate accurate chart, astrological chart. I was just never into that kind of thing ever, but I guess it's coming back with a vengeance uh, that people are I've into seen, that again. I've so. seen a lot of eleven eleven trending online mm. where you're supposed to make a wish at eleven eleven. But back to what I was talking about with if you're like when you turn eleven because it's one one. Hmm. That's supposed to be a lucky year. <gasps> two two three. No, three. I think there's things called golden years. Oh, those are and that's um. The the date of your birthday. So let's say you're born on January 21st, let's say. Um, so 21st, 21. When you turn 21 years old, that's supposed to be the luckiest year of your life because it correlates to the day that you were born. Some it's crap like that. It's I don't too know. much. It's, it's a lot. It's too much. Who honestly has the time? <laughs> 
to keep track of that. And spoiler, I, I, I maybe not spoiler. Most people. Well, you know, know that's me. kind of a bummer for someone if they're like born on the fourth. So your four, the your fourth birthday is where you peak in life. That's kind of. But being four is pretty but, awesome. Uh, you, yeah, you, know, yeah, you have no adult responsibilities. Uh, no responsibilities. You get to go. You get to go. <laughs> Maybe you get a, a little pow pow power wheel Jeep. That'd be pretty sweet. Oh my so, gosh. So I mean, yeah, it's pretty uh, good. Okay. So there was a there was a video <laughs> that I watched the other day and I shared with a lot of people. Um, that there's a there's a child mm-hmm. in a electric toy car mm-hmm. and it's a jeep and they proceed to run over their sibling <laughs> and then put it in park and then get out <laughs> and i was like please tell me that you had an electric car and i would say about 90 percent of my friends were like yeah of course like i had a convertible or i had a, I had a jeep <laughs> or i had a uh, a sports car or a truck heather you and i had a jeep and an old school a roadster. roadster. A roadster. And had we had a the little... roadster first because it was small. And that was for me because you weren't old enough yet. And then we got a Jeep, which was a two-seater. And so we could be in it together. Heather, do you remember us sticking the dog in the rebel seat? In the roadster, yes. 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 We also flipped uh, the Jeep The Jeep going up too steep of a driveway. Which um, is really crazy because back then, obviously... GoPros weren't invented yet, and most people did not have security cameras mounted on uh, because like you know, a ring, like a ring. Yeah, no, that didn't exist yet. So, um, yeah, we were driving up a neighbor's. This is a, a secluded um, cul-de-sac, and. Uh, we attempted to go up the driveway and I know that we fully flipped backwards, but landed, but landed on the tires, but we did not get injured at all. That's how you knew that those toys were sturdy and built to last. I'm t- that was the best thing. Was Maybe crazy. the batteries. I mean, yeah. I kind of wish there would have been a, a video of it because maybe that didn't happen, but we both agree. Our collective memory said, oh, yeah, we went end over end and I'm landed sure I on. I'm pretty sure that would make sense. <laughs> that makes sense. But we survived. We survived. We survived. Yeah. But Heather being the sensible, of... rational person. <laughs> but... This is probably not a good idea. Yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> I would be the one that would run over Heather. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but speaking of the potential for a viral video, uh, Kara sent me a <laughs> video last night of uh, from the grid uh, on the gram uh, of a kid on a <laughs> razor scooter going down a steep hill. And at first, and the kid is like, what? You know, like, I'm like, oh, it must be because, you know, they're going so fast and Razor scooters don't have brakes. And it's like, oh, no, that's not why. And you see this enormous goose 
is just dive bombing this kid and pecking it. And luckily, she's wearing a helmet. But the goose is enraged by this helmet for some reason and is just attacking. And the small child is screaming. Well, sure. Heather, have you seen? Have you seen the video? Geese are scary. <laughs> have you seen the video of uh, the the turkey? Yeah, it's like uh, like the caption says something like, uh, "Meanwhile in Canada" or something like that, or someplace, and someone's filming from their parked car, and they just see like this, I don't know, ten year old with a huge backpack running through the frame on the sidewalk screaming and there is a turkey running with its wings out to make itself look bigger and is running after this kid and it's like drop the backpack it's weighing you down (laughs) i don't know if you've ever tried to run with a backpack, <laughs> whether the backpack is empty oh, or has it's very, a few, very few items or if it's full. that I think running with a backpack and running in flip-flops mm. are two of the worst things. You're not going to get away. Yeah. You're better off without the flip-flops. Just, just kick them off. You kick them off. Flip-flop. Oh, my gosh. But that got me to thinking, Kara. I believe, I think YouTube started in like 2006 or something like that. So I guess that's like, I don't have my calculator on me because I have my phone recording and it's on airplane mode. So I can't use it. 17 17? 17 years. Uh, So I thought maybe it'd be fun to go back in the Wayback Machine and look and remember some of the biggest videos uh, in that dawning age of going viral. I, I think that with how much time we like to scroll through <laughs> just the the randomness, the random stories mm-hmm. that people post on Instagram, mm-hmm. the discovery grid, mm-hmm. and then you go down into this rabbit hole, mm-hmm. it's kind of become the new random scrolling of going from video to video to video whether it be a one person's account and they've posted multiple videos and it automatically once you're you're watching a video then it goes to the next one and their next video plays and the next one um or it's like on instagram discovery grid it's Things that are related, so have funny dog videos and stuff. So I would say that I haven't really gone down the YouTube rabbit hole in a very long time. Yeah, I think Instagram Reels Mm. and and the Discovery Grid. I will get into a rabbit hole in in dog videos. Which I saw a video of this really cute tiny white fluffy rabbits that look like they're wearing mascara it's a special breed of rabbit that they look like they're wearing cat a persian eye uh makeup which they are not wearing makeup that's just how they look um but they're really tiny and um the person puts enormous carrots standing up next to the rabbit and they're very tiny 
compared to the carrot, and they're just nibbling at this enormous carrot. It's so cute. Just adorable. And they're so little fluffy, fluffy fluffy. They're so cute. And we're not TikTokers. No. But I appreciate that the funny and entertaining TikToks have been shared. They'll, the they'll open an Instagram account and they'll post to both platforms. I, I just can't learn another platform right now. I'm just not going to do that. TikTok, some people have said, is the new Vine because Vine right. was nine I seconds. remember when they tried to make Vine happen and it was just, we weren't ready. We weren't ready for nine second intervals, you know? Even um, Instagram disappearing stories, I believe that's 15 seconds. 15 or 30. Um, so, oh, I think it's 15. Pretty sure, but I, you know, who knows? Um, but I enjoy people's disappearing stories where some people have really gotten it down, where they know exactly the time yeah. on on the little clock as it goes. Yeah, and so some people are really good at doing disappearing stories that are like part one, two, three, four, five, mm. and they don't get cut off. And then there's other people who just keep talking and they don't realize that the pinwheeling. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I so, love it so much. I remember um when there was no YouTube. And then all of a sudden You mean it with was the a little thing. hamster dance? They eat that deep That was it YouTube. I know it was pre pre YouTube. And oh my gosh. If you if you have no idea so and it goes again and it goes around and around ever and 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 it's little tiny animated hamsters doing different stuff or gifs however you want to call them but they were line there were cartoons like five different illustrations of cute little hamsters each doing a different dance that was insane. I feel like that was people f- starting to write code. Yeah. And then figuring out how to share code mm-hmm. because you would get an email that had the hamster dance link. Yeah. In it. It was almost like <clears throat> getting Rickrolled. Yeah, before that was a thing. Well, uh, Rickroll is something that you that happened on YouTube. That was a YouTube thing, which we'll get to. We will get to. We'll but. Get to. <laughs> But, um, what about like Elf Yourself? Remember how all the holidays? Oh yeah, that's Jib Jab. That's a, a website that still exists, uh, where it would have an animated, animated cartoon bodies that you could pop in your photo, your, a photo of just your face, <laughs> which I find a little disturbing. It was fun at first. It's still going. You could still do it. Yeah, for a fee. And now, now, now it costs money. At the oh. time, uh, it, I feel like it was free. Like you could send it to a limited amount of people, or the people for free, or the people or, whose faces that you included on the card. Yeah, and there was some sort of algorithm, some sort of uh, threshold 
of where you could do it for free, and then you had to pay for people to see this absolute insanity. Um, yeah. But when when YouTube came out... No, and there was another greeting card company called Blue Mountain. Oh, yes. That was a website, and they had digital animated cards. And um, uh, you could send a certain amount for free, and then when you th- hit the threshold, then you had to pay money. And that was another thing. I wonder if they still exist. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Why not? I but mean, that was be... before. Let's... That was before animated gifts as we know them now, where it's like a mini re- repeated image, um, like from a movie or from a TV show. These were just animated, as in like a cartoon drawing, and you you could save them on your computer, like you would save a photograph. You could save them and you could pop them in to emails, which I assume perhaps you can still do. But I, but now well, you don't have to because you can just go into your messages and type a, in and then, and then pop a GIF. A, there's a GIF button. A GIF or GIF button and they just pop it. So you don't really need to do that. Well, anymore. you used to be able to do that with MySpace. Right. And that was also code. Yeah. And if you didn't copy and paste the code correctly then it would just it would show an error right but well, that, it would show the broken code right and you're like oh, i didn't do it right yeah you can tell heather and i did not go into computer engineering no. or or anything like that or computer graphics keep to the code yes so i just remember youtube was not there and then all of a sudden one day it was, it was everywhere. there it was it was everywhere and Heather and I have watched, or our family has watched, Saturday Night Live, I, I feel like, my whole life. Yeah. I mean, if I could stay awake. I mean, Heather, you had a fake Saturday Night Live <laughs> show that oh, God. you used to do. But, well, yeah. that's a whole nother podcast. Oh, no. But, but um, Saturday Night Live did a short film mm-hmm. that which is it, it was a skit but it was filmed like filmed uh a pre-recorded pre-recorded skit so that they could go outside and move around and do more than they could just with three cameras in the studio which it, they've done since the beginning of the show I, especially with pete davidson now because and, mm-hmm. and uh chris red yeah. And then whoever the musical act is, yes. they usually do it. But um, So this was a music video, it, essentially. And it was called Lazy Sunday. With Andy Samberg and Chris Parnell. Correct. And they were doing like a rap parody where they, the two nerdiest guys on the cast were trying to be all hard and gangster. And it was hilarious. And they were, were going to go on a, on a Sunday to go see one of the nerdiest films which was no, the chronicles, chronicles of narnia. narnia at the theater and that alone is a time capsule because they're talking about the chronicle the chronic what calls of narnia <laughs> and showing what they're wearing mm-hmm. walking the streets of new york 
it's very cold. You can tell that it's in the winter um, in the hard cuts or smash cuts, whatever you would call it. And then the single screen movie theater that mm-hmm. they go to um, to watch Chronicles of Narnia. And I just love the little, the Mr. Pib of Red Vines is crazy delicious. Mm-hmm. And who has not at one time or another used a red vine as, as a, a straw. straw? Yeah. It might not be for Mr. Pib. You've got to do it at least once just well, to try. We it. wouldn't have Mr. Pib. We would have Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Which I'm sure it's it's kind of like the East Coast, West Coast, or Midwest Probably. of like soda. Soda first, a pack. Right. So you soda have pop, Mr. Pib, Dr. Soft Pepper. drink. Yes. But yeah, that blew up. And I believe what happened with that is someone not associated with the show enjoyed that. So the skit aired on, you know, Saturday Night Live, and someone <clears throat> recorded it and on their own uploaded it to YouTube. And it just went crazy. Because it was an awesome skit, very hooky, uh, just, you know, an earworm. It was very, it was so ridiculous and silly. It was great. So what was great was someone had put it on there, not associated with the show, just because they simply enjoyed it so much and wanted to share it. Now, at that time, Recording a video and sending it to someone, that is a huge file. And nobody wants you, don't send me a huge file. What are you doing way back then? This is clogging up my whole inbox of my email. This is, I don't want that. So, but if the person uploaded it to YouTube, they could copy the link to the video and simply send the link through email person clicks on the link and gets to view the email without clogging up their computer um, and enjoy the hilarity. This was, you got to understand, that was revolutionary. That didn't happen. This is like this is the brand beginning. new. Is, you're barely coming off of like dial-up internet. <laughs> You're, Can you, you imagine someone sending you that video file on dial-up? No. no. You'd be there for a year. What was the name of the free internet that you got like three, oh, three hours gosh. a month? There was a company called Net Zero. And that was around the time. And we're not that, talking about the carbon emissions here. No, that was the name of the company. And they were a internet provider for free. I don't know how that worked, but <laughs> but that was around the time where you could get in the mail or I forget where you could get them, but there were CDs, CD-ROMs that had a little yellow stick figure for AOL yes. internet, and it would have a code that you could enter in, install the CD-ROM, enter in the code, and you could get Internet for free. Now, for a really long time, I had a friend. It was not me. I'll say that on the record. It was not me. But she would 
once a month, uh, go seek out these CD-ROMs. And she would install a new CD-ROM with a new code every month. And she had free internet for like two years doing this this way. And eventually, um, AOL caught on to this system that people were doing this and they figured out a, a fail safe of how to do that. And it was so funny because you'd have to completely sign up for this thing and sign up for a new email. That was the part of the thing. So once a month, you'd be trying to email her and she'd never respond. And then eventually you'd get an e a mass email like, hey, it's a new month. So this is my new email. I mean, what a nightmare. I, I mean, I feel like that's the origin story of people signing up for their first email and it's like their name <laughs> and then it says like 1999 or, or uh, 01 or MySpace rules. <laughs> I mean, like I, 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 I couldn't even tell you what my Yahoo oh, email was, yeah. but I still have my original hotmail I did. I have my I I use I my hotmail that I made, but I also have a Gmail. This is sophomore year of high school. I didn't even create the email. Oh, this is way back when it was my first AP class. I was taking AP European history. My teacher was Mr. Richard. Shout out to Mr. Richard. I don't know where he is now, but I I I learned a lot from him, and. It, he was my first period class, and he made the announcement that year. He goes, we're not using Yahoo because Yahoo, this is before you got a district email. This is before you got a student email through the district. Yeah. And he was like, everybody, we're going to use Hotmail. And maybe the district used Hotmail mm. at that time. I don't know. But he had a made a spreadsheet and he had actually made he had assigned what your your email was and mm -hmm. he just wrote it in at hotmail.com and then it was up to you to like register it and make a password and all that and my name to this day my last name is spelled incorrectly because he goes I don't have the time to learn how to pronounce and spell your last name correctly. This is how in my mind it is. And I still, when, when I send emails or get them back, people are like, your last name is spelled incorrectly. And I'm like, at this point, mm -hmm. why change? It's just, it's just one of those things that, uh, I, so I, that, again, rabbit hole. Of, of emails, but, but yeah, net zero. So what I was getting, why I brought up the the discs of the CD-ROMs of AOL was because we were out somewhere, like at a mall or something, and there was a group of like ten men who had been hired as essentially people f handing out flyers or coupons, but they were dressed in white science lab coats and wearing science goggles wow. with plastic pen po pocket protectors to, to look like quote unquote nerds. Okay. 
and they were handing out f- these free CD-ROMs of Net Zero wow. as a promotion. And I took one. <laughs> and um, that's how we had internet for about a year. You also were like one of the first people that, well, obviously, how many people do you know when you're like in middle school? But you had you had a laptop computer that could wirelessly connect to the internet that you you got from um gateway was it yeah gateway i think so i think so you so. had that for college and yeah. i was just like wow this is really cool like to be able to use <laughs> and this but yeah it had a cd rom where the you know the cd slid out yeah like a yeah, now, now you got to buy it as an external. Thing. Yeah, they don't do that. I I just recently got, I had to get a new laptop because it was necessary. And I was on the phone with the <laughs> pr- the technical person trying to figure out what laptop would suit my needs. And I was like, oh, yeah. So, um, so this has a, you know, I was like, and I go, and this has a hardware. Um, this has a CD drive, right? And the guy on the phone, there was a really long pause. And then he goes, why would you want that? And it's like, well, because mine from 15 years ago had one. That's I, why. Both of them, I have two laptops. I have a larger laptop that I built online on a Black Friday sale in 2011. And that at the time was top of the of the has a 1080p full hd screen um it has a blu-ray player and a blu-ray burner cd-rom in there and i love that computer and so i still use that to edit videos Mm -hmm. and because it's got a huge screen and i'm the graphic card is great but they don't sell the battery anymore, mm. so now I ha- have to perpetually plug-, plug it in. Correct, and then I have like a work computer that's smaller and lighter, and <laughs> that even that has a CD-ROM. So, but that is like four years old, mm. three or four years old. Crazy, it's crazy technology. So technology, back to um. So lazy Sunday. So this video without a. No, the person not associated with the show uploaded it to YouTube uh, for the love of the game, we'll say. They were just excited that this was funny, they enjoyed it, and they wanted to share it with friends. So it caught on like wildfire. You know, it's like that old uh, shampoo commercial with um, Heather Locklear from the 70s. And they tell two friends, and they tell two friends, and so on, and so on. And it just went bananas everyone was seeing this thing which was great for andy samberg chris Farnell, and the show in general from a publicity standpoint but because it was so new because it was violating copyright uh nbc freaked out and demanded that youtube the company remove remove it take it down because you don't own this in the certain intellectual property so i think that was one of the first instances that that ever happened um but people were like well now we can't 
watch it. But then NBC then started uploading the videos on their, their company website. Which you could also do is what Comedy Central did and a lot of other because Comedy Central had Friday night stand-up then mm-hmm. like the premium blend where you had 30 minute specials and you could watch little snippets five, five minutes because people clips. got their five minutes. Right. And it's interesting how that is what really put YouTube on the map. Because mm-hmm. like, it showed the power of what it could do. And, and meanwhile, fast forward to now, uh, NBC Saturday Night Live will make skits and content specifically designed only to go online to be shown on YouTube or Instagram even because it's either too controversial uh, for broadcast television or it's too spicy. Um, They'll put it just online. And then guess what? They make money off monetizing it. And it's a really great thing for everybody. It's it's almost even more successful or... This is kind of the birth to it going, quote, viral. Yeah. Because if you think of what viral is, is when you're, we were talking about emails, and sorry if you fell asleep at that point talking <laughs> about emails, is that what, my last that's how email. something goes, quote, viral, is peep, there, was a, there would be a virus, a junk email, mm-hmm. and you would open a link or you would open um, an attachment and you would open a virus on your computer. So that's where it the phrase mm-hmm. or the, came from of something going viral is people are constantly sharing mm-hmm. the same thing over and it spreads. <laughs> and um, so this, this video showed what YouTube could be, yes. what it did. Right. Um, so people, because before that people, were, I don't know, I don't, that's d- stupid. Why would I need that? Blah, blah, blah. It, it showed how, if you made content that was connected with people, that you could monetize it. That w- I don't think that was no, but I mean that you could get exposure yet. that either could lead it back to whatever. That was pro- I'm pretty sure that monetization didn't come along for quite a while after that. I I don't remember there being advertisements. But couldn't you pop up to, ads? I could people, be completely wrong. No, but I mean. For specific accounts, so you could have more videos. I think you had to pay for a, a subscription mm. or that, you know how like Instagram or Twitter now ha- it has a little blue check? Mm-hmm. Verified. Which is verified. I think that you could create your own channel, which people have done now, mm-hmm. that people can have their own YouTube channel mm-hmm. and even YouTube itself is doing live television that mm-hmm. you can pay a YouTube subscription like Netflix mm-hmm. or or um, Apple TV and that's monetizing it. So I think that I I believe maybe maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but I think that YouTube realized oh we could have certain companies create an online platform that where they're creating internet content in which they pay us to upload and monitor their videos but once, to get subscribers. Yeah, but once this video hit, it was flooded, I feel, with all these people being like, oh, that's what it does. I could do that. And it was 
a boom for funny videos. Um, it's Almost like, like it's America's like, ha- it's, funniest videos. It, yes, it was like America's funniest home videos had given was the blueprint, was the grandfather of YouTube, where people were this uh, content already existed, but there was nowhere to put it. And this is really before smartphones where oh, people yeah. had cameras or had VHSC video, vi, or, or video recording capability. We're talking about you had a ca- little mini snapshot cannon yeah. in your hand and or like a, a pre, were like, pre-GoPro. You could yeah. use little cameras and you could put that into the computer and it would be a small like video file. Yeah. And it, it was a production. So then it became, like you said, the America's Funniest Video, where it was like people writing little skits. It would be um, like funny things that happen at my kid's dance recital. Yeah. Or open mic night. Mm-hmm. Or lots I mean, of comedians makes- uploading sets so they could, you know, get some heat. Always directing to their website where you could see them on tour. Mm-hmm. So the first two things other than the Chronicles of Narnia mm-hmm. of Lazy Sunday. The, Which the is, other worth, two, is worth a Google and watching, you guys. It really is. The, it holds up. The two videos that immediately spring to my mind mm-hmm. is The Evolution of Dance. Which, and hold, which it, is a comedian, yeah. And there's a, a high school talent show. Yeah, and, those were and these two examples, super, yes. Going through the evolution of Super Mario. Yes. So evolution of dance. Um, there's there's a comedian, there's a guy, and he's in a orange crush t-shirt. But he's on jeans. stage. But it's he's, it's filmed. It, if you can look it up and find it, which it's worth doing, it's filmed by a friend who it's like. A mom, an it's like, you know, a mom filming a dance recital. The, the guy is up on stage in a spotlight and it's full, at a crowded auditorium and he's on stage. Go ahead. Single shot doesn't Single change. Single shot and it's, it's a continuous shot. And I think it's maybe two minutes, less than three minutes. And he goes, has a boom box. And he literally goes through the evolution of dance of all the different trends trends. and it nothing is more hilarious than seeing a tall white dude with a shirt tucked into jeans (laughs) doing the running man yeah doing the twist what makes it is the complete confidence yes that he's doing well it completely sells it and it's the crowd can't get enough and it's it's great. And then the other one that I think of is the Super Mario Brothers. And he's in a costume. And you have... And it's very obvious that it's a talent show. Probably because, a college talent show. And he's... Dressed as Super, Super Mario. Mario. And he's running through and goes through the pipe. Hits the the question mark. And his, hits the all blocks. The, all the, um, the set design is um, moved and manipulated by other students who are dressed completely in black, so they blend in 
with the background and the and the props are on sticks. It's just so cute. Oh, yeah, that's the kicker. When he gets the star, I mean, people went crazy. And I all I can think of is, I don't know if it's just a San Diego thing, or if this is a California thing, or if it's national. But for San Diego, we had something when I was in high school, and it's continued even till today. You know however many years later is something called air band oh, and yeah. all, and you had three minutes you got three and that, and that was the evolution of the talent show. So people used to do tap dancing or they would mm-hmm. sing or do a magic trick. We didn't have talent shows. We had something called air band and they even have it in step brothers where it's like where the, the older brother does ice, ice, ice baby. Yes. Or, uh, and all I and when I watch the the Super Mario YouTube video is I think of Airband when I was in high school and you it was just ridiculous skits ridiculous um, dance routines and lip syncing mm-hmm. and I'm like man if YouTube would have existed. Which Back. now is like TikTok is a big yes. thing on TikTok is to mime and dances. mouth along. Well, the dances, of course, but I'm saying one of the things is where they you choose an audio of someone of someone else's video and you try to mimic their exact movements and stuff. That's a thing. Oh. That's a thing now. Other than <laughs> other than um, when people film their dogs and go, oh, look at this distinguished gentleman. Yeah, that kind of look stuff. Look at the way he sits. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's some things that I don't understand. But um, speaking of dog or animal videos, I mean, it's gonna be pretty hard to top, but you gotta give it up. For keyboard cat. Oh, keyboard cat, give it up. If you don't know what keyboard cat is, you need to look it up right now. What it is is it's a it's a orange and white fat cat, literal actual real cat wearing a child's t-shirt. And, and, and that fits him and so the why is he wearing a t-shirt he's wearing a t-shirt so that his owner can slip his hands unnoticed under the armpits of the cat and then is manipulating the cat's arms to look like it's playing the keyboard this jaunty tune and it's hilarious what's funny is i didn't you know that little ditty that kara um just saying, is the what part that goes viral. And it only lasts 30 seconds at maximum, but it's hilarious because the cat, it doesn't look excited to do it. It doesn't look angry like it's happy. It's just like, all right, let's just get it over with. It, if you think this is funny, I don't care. How Give many me treats. treats. Yeah, but what's funny is I didn't know for a long time that's only the, a small portion of a that video. video. There's a, a longer extended. extended version where he's doing several different songs. <laughs> yes. But for whatever reason, it's the dent, 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 
that one part. And it's because it's a good, it's a, it's a hook. It's a hook. It works. Now, if I remember correctly, the person that uploaded it, whose cat it is, he writes jingles for a living. And so the cat, obviously he's at home a lot. And so the cat's always hanging out with him. And he was like, I think this would be funny. And it was. So. Oh, pause up to keyboard cat. There's also the dog, the maple kind. Oh gosh, see that? See that's a voiceover one where that yeah. So there's a dog. What kind of dog was it? It's it was a bigger like, dog. A big dog. It's like a German Shepherd or well, some... no, it had like floppy ears, like a Labrador. No, I don't know. Anyway, so this guy somehow noticed that his dog when it was whining because it wanted a toy or it wanted a piece of his sandwich, his mouth would move as though it looked like it was talking. And I'm not saying that he put peanut butter, like, oh, like he put peanut butter in it. No, you can tell like a Mr. Ed situation where you put uh, peanut butter on their lips to make them, that's not what it is. This dog just was trying to emote what it wanted and this guy oh gosh filmed it and he's talking about the about the bacon the guy the man is talking having a conversation and it's the original this is another thing that tiktok does is called pov point of view where the person is holding the camera at chest level and it's filming. filming outward so when you're watching the video, you're supposed to be experiencing what they experienced. Anyway, so that's what this guy did way back then. He was holding the camera, so it was looking at the dog. And he's having the conversation, conversation. with the dog, and he's, it's about bacon. And the, the the thing that gets me every single time is the actual, in addition to the mouth moving of the dog, is the actual expression that yeah. the dog is inquisitively listening, listening and participating and, and turns its head and it's got expression and on the, the fly the guy's like the maple kind which no. he's talking about food he goes the guy if i can remember it's been a really long time since I, but i i guarantee if you googled dog video the maple kind it would come up so he the guy's like hey do you remember do you remember the other day when I was eating a sandwich, and then of course the dog like reacts to the word sandwich. Yeah. Sandwich. Yeah. And then he just starts listing all the ingredients that are on the sandwich, and finally he gets to. And then I made oh, some. No. And then I made some bacon. The maple kind. The dog says the maple kind, and it's just you just fall apart. And you and if you have an animal or a dog, and there are certain keywords and phrases that you will say the chicken yeah eggs cheese 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 is a big one um but yeah there there's endless 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 animal so videos. Well, so we've got animal videos we've got talent show videos and then people then there were people that were artists oh. who created cartoons and they're like oh my gosh I've always, I, you know, I draw or I have funny ideas, but I don't, how, how do I get a, you know, how do I can't, I can't get a job at Cartoon Network or 
whatever, like, you a know, robot how, chicken how or... do I break into this industry? Right. Well, you could make, if you were, you know, technically talented enough that you knew how to draw on the computer and create computer animation, you could publish, you know, little animated videos with voiceover and everything. And that was a big thing that just exploded. People started we're, making we're going to Tandy Mountain, Charlie. Charlie the Unicorn was huge. And it I was, love Charlie. It was the a unicorn. very interesting animation style. Um they was, had a they had the intro had a little theme song that was very um I won't say crude as in you know crude meaning uh not safe for kids or whatever but I mean crude like is very um rudimentary it was very rough uh not technically smooth or anything it was very homemade and then when like South Park first started yeah paper and or um, um like Monty Python but then they refined it when it got to the actual show part, the actual content, and this is like five minutes or less, the entire thing. And the, and it was three, um, oh, you know what? I'm confusing two different viral unicorn oh, videos. Oh, okay, So the one I was talking about the intro, I'll put that on pause and we'll come back to it. This one, Charlie the Unicorn, was beautiful animation. It was like South Park, but softer a little smoother, a little softer around the edges because it was three unicorns. Right. And Charlie was one Charlie of them was the grunt, The Charlie was the grumpy one. And then there was two little he ones. He was sensible. Okay. And then there was two smaller ones, which I don't even remember if they had names. I don't think I don't so. think they did. But they and were going to Candy Mountain. It was a series of three videos. Yes. It was a trilogy. And every single time Charlie would wake up and, oh, my kidney's missing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Look up the Charlie the Unicorns. I mean, I remember that went so big that one time I was at the mall and Hot Topic had Charlie the Unicorn, Unicorn merchandise. And yeah. I was like, wow, that's crazy. That's significant. That's crazy. And the other unicorn one I was talking about where it, the animation was rudimentary was it had a little theme song. And I think there might have been three videos, but I'm not sure. I only really remember one episode. And it was called Planet Unicorn Hay. Planet Unicorn Hay. And it was three unicorns. Wow. And I can't remember their names, but they had silly silly names like gumdrop or something like that and they lived on a planet that was only populated by unicorns and it was about their adventures and it was so ridiculously silly it was hilarious and that's why it's popular yeah. it's because it's just so, ridiculously funny and silly and it, just, it was just uh, something to it had a disco for a beat for the intro it went something like a little boy wish for a planet full of unicorns. Planet unicorn, unicorn planet. It was just like, oh my god, uh, and, Heather, you just triggered a memory. I didn't know that I had. That's what it was. That was what it was. It was very, uh, you know, deep dish house, 
funk. Um, it was ridiculous. It was so fun. I loved it. Talking about. And I think one of the guys, I could be wrong, but I thought one of the unicorn voices had like a southern. Well, I know he did. He has a southern accent. And then one of the, and then the guy who was the voice, he started his own YouTube channel. Um, if I'm confusing him with a totally different person, but I remember there was a guy who sounded exactly like the unicorn and he had his own YouTube channel, which was very much, you know, setting up his laptop that had a webcam and it was him in his bedroom with, um, just nothing in it. Essentially, you know, like most teenagers, they have one poster on the wall or whatever. And he was like in South Carolina or Kentucky or something like that. And he had like the swipe Justin Bieber haircut and he would just talk about whatever he's talking about. What are you all doing? Y'all, y'all okay out there? And he was a teenager and it was hilarious. And I, I remember seeing what, and he had so many views and so many views. I was like, who is this person? And the one video that was like the newest one. So it was at the top. I clicked on it because the, um, the cover photo or whatever it's called had him and his mother oh and I was like okay and and uh he was like hey y'all whatever his name is and he goes okay so my mom's seeing how many views I'm getting so she said well you've got to have me on one of these videos because I gotta sell my anklets and I was like what <laughs> and his mother pulls this like fishing tackle box full of handmade jewelry and she starts holding up anklets <laughs> And she's like, now, y'all, you can go to my website, and there's a special this week, you know. And I was just, and he is just so, just tolerating it. And she's like, well, I pay for the internet, so you got to give me something. And it was just so cute. He's, and he's like, he's like, well, and then he started having fun. He was like, well, mama, you got, if you're going to show the anklets, you got to show him the, the one with the dragon. The dragonflies are my top sailor. Now, dragonflies they are good luck so y'all need to be buying these dragonflies and i was just like oh. this it's is just like it's just like the like show the, the, the birth of being an influencer this is where it all started this is all before you know unboxing videos right was a big thing or hey my subscribers Mm -hmm. sent me something that they thought that I would enjoy. Let's open it up. Yeah. This comes from, this comes from Terrence yeah. in, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yeah. And it's like, it's just uh, people getting to know each other. And if they had a personality, they could yeah. thrive. And yeah. this could be a way for you to be famous or to make money. It, that's how it all started. Which, if you think about it, is pretty cool that if you had a good enough personality and had something entertaining to offer, this could be your way in. Because, I mean, if, back then, it's like where you go to the L.A., comedy you, could go to, you could go to Los Angeles and try to break into industry that way. You could go to New York. Maybe you could go to Florida because there are film studios down there. And that was pretty much the three ways you could do it. Or if you were being a stand-up comedian, you had to, you know, do all, you know, uh, go to all the little crappy, uh, tiny clubs, work out your set, you know, go from town to town, and eventually then somebody... get to 
Los Angeles. Eventually get well, to LA. A lot of people, um, a lot of people, New York. Well, you know, but the other Chicago. thing is, you would have to have someone either see your act yeah, and, and recommend see you, you killing it, and then they would have to call someone and say, "Hey, you need to come and check out this person." Mm -hmm. And if the talent scout came and you didn't do well that night, they're like, oh, I guess it was just like yeah. a flash in a pan. And I guess you didn't have, you know, oh, this is all the so material that you have. It was just this have. amazing so, thing. And if you've never tried out, which I, I think a lot of people who listen to our podcast, and we've mentioned this before, um, our experiences with going to casting, that sometimes when you go to try out for a part or casting, the casting director has a specific person or look mm -hmm. or sound to the part. And maybe you don't fit that. And so it's like, okay, pass, you know, no. Whereas here you could, whatever you created, the content, you could upload and you had a, a, a much, much wider net, an infinite net that's not just you know, your town or the people you share it to. But then instead of sending like audition tapes where you would have a script or whatever, or you'd say, Hey, listen to my demo. Mm -hmm. This was a, a platform for any of those things, music, comedy, mm -hmm. or just funny videos. I or mean, Adele, impressions. Got, Adele got discovered on MySpace. I thought that was also Taylor Swift too. Both. Yeah. I, That's how they got record deals. And then didn't so, Justin Bieber wasn't YouTube. He, he was YouTube because his mother uh, would upload videos for the family and friends. See him doing guitar lessons or him doing singing lessons. And it's and the same how, thing even even now. There's so many artists that upload them doing covers, mm -hmm. whether they're playing the piano mm -hmm. or they they know how to do loops. And so they do a multiple screens and they're mm -hmm. doing like that, that guy that did all the parts for all the Disney songs where yeah. he does the male and the female yeah. vocals, which is amazing. But who has the time? Mm -hmm. I guess, especially now. Well, if you're well, trying to make it your if, living, then you if make If you're the trying time. to work, if you're trying to make it in, in Broadway yeah. or, or in LA or whatever stage production, then that would be a great way to find new talent that maybe you can't afford to, to fly mm -hmm. to specific auditions or stuff like that. But speaking of viral videos of people who are, who upload content, they, they, they think that they're good. No. I, I, the one thing that comes to mind is chocolate rain. Oh my gosh. What was his name? I don't know. It has to be. Oh, uh, let me look it up real quick. Uh, it's Tay Zunday. There you go. 2007. Had 130 million views. Yeah. It's insane. But I feel like he does have a great voice. He would have a great voice as a voiceover, like an announcer. I think that would be a great. Maybe that's what he does now. I don't know. But yeah, that was that was a big thing. That was a big thing. And if we're going to talk about original songs that went viral, then you have to do Friday. By Friday, Friday. Oh my gosh, that was a uh, yeah. 
that was a, a what, what do they call it? Um, vanity project that um, this girl and her parents paid for a, a very well-produced music video of her original song. And it, it went viral. People couldn't get enough of it because they thought it was so lame. It was so ridiculous. It was so silly. It was so, um, uh, what's, what's the word? Um, teeny bopper, like a parody of a teeny bopper. Right. And it's like, and it's like, you know what? It went viral. If it was so bad that it was the way people were tearing it down, it wouldn't have gone viral. It was good enough that it had a hook and people listened to it and shared it. They also did their own parodies to it. If they had released that as a skit on Saturday Night Live, people would have nominated them for an Emmy because, oh my gosh. So, you know what? Whatever to quote unquote the haters, she made something that was what it was, which was a a Tiffany esque, Debbie Gibson type of teen fun bop. And whatever. Why are you tearing it down? She's excited that it's a weekend. You're going to tell me that you're not excited that it's a weekend? Get it yourself. Friday, my friends. Hey, it's like TGIF. Which, P.S., I'm sorry, but compare that song to the music that's at the top of the charts today. Equal. Equal quality. It's rough for the music out there. So, you know. It also makes me think of. How many flash mob videos have you flash seen mobs on YouTube? Were, oh, YouTube made the flash mob a thing. All I, I can think of all the flash so, mob engagement videos. Those are flash sorry, mob. I don't like those. I don't either. I don't I, like I feel those. like I'm being ambushed. Well, you are. You are, Kara. That's the whole point. Yeah. You're so terrified that the absolute fear that you have to say yes. And it's like, that's not, there's no I, way to I like, start a foundation. I like the scene flash mobs though, of like the Lion King cast that's on the sure. airplane that sings circle. Flash of mobs are fine. As long as you're not forcing someone to make a lifelong commitment at gunpoint, you know, otherwise it's cool. Jeez. Or the one, um, what is it? Uh, there, this is also a TikTok, I believe, is when people are in a crosswalk and there's like one person that like starts doing kind of like a catwalk uh-huh. and then all of a sudden 30 people come out from the oh, wings I- and then they all go through the crosswalk. But there's always one person that is not part of it oh. and they get caught in the middle and they're like, oh, oh God, <laughs> what's happening? Oh my gosh. Or. Um, what is, there's a, is it a Korean or a Japanese reality show where they, where they set up a camera in an alleyway and somebody's walking with their stuff and all of a sudden, like, a hundred people are running no. at them in the opposite direction and they think it's so funny. Because the mixed reactions is my favorite. <laughs> it is the last person. He's an older, elderly gentleman. <laughs> And he literally just steps to the side and out of the way and just 
shakes his head in disgust of like, you couldn't possibly make me run. Yeah. Like these people are insane. Whereas all the other people run because if people are screaming and yeah. terror and running, yeah, you're gonna turn around and run too. I, I would. I've done it. Except if you're an old man and you've had it. I've you done were it tired. At, at my high school. <laughs> I was going. You know, is the what the passing period where you're walking to your next class, and I was walking. And I heard screaming and people started running past me, like behind me and past me. And dang it, I started running too. I didn't stop to ask questions. I will find out later. So I ran and got to my next class. And it turns out someone had set a tree on fire in oh, the quad. Oh, fun times. Which I wasn't in any immediate danger. The tree wasn't going to move. Did, but you, but you know, know what? But no. So I, I guess what I found out later, and it was fine. And just stop and, but I, I, I might have said this before, on the podcast. But you know, it's the whole thing of, in movies or dramatic TV shows where there's like, uh, like a tidal wave in a disaster movie is rolling and all the people, you know, crowds of people are running away from the tidal wave, and the camera will stop on like the one person. Who just stands frozen and stares at the tidal wave and screams, <laughs> and then gets smushed. And you're like, that's so dumb. That would never happen. Or, you know, someone comes in, the hero comes in at the last minute and, you know, snatches them out of the way to safety. And you're like, that's so stupid. That would never happen. I saw, it was probably a viral video, and there was like uh, a runaway air balloon or some <laughs> crap like that, you know? And all these people started because of high winds or whatever. And so all these people were running away from the from the hot air balloon because the basket kept bouncing on the ground and going up and then just kept going. Right. <laughs> but it was like, you know, that's a hazard. It's got, you know, the air and the chemicals that make it go up that are flammable, which that's not a good idea. But anyway, so the crowd is just running and screaming away. And you're just like, no. And it's real. <laughs> And if there was an old woman with a walker with the tennis balls on the walker just inching along. And she just stops, turns towards the path of the balloon, and literally screams. And someone shoves her out of the way. And it's like, damn it, it really does happen. It really does. It's a thing. Who knew? You wouldn't have known if there wasn't viral video of it. And you it. know what? I'm sure that old lady sued. <laughs> it's on camera. You pushed me. <laughs> you owe me new tennis balls. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of injury. Speaking of injury, how about Charlie bit my finger? Oh, that's a great one to wrap it up on. Uh. There's a, a br two British kids. Uh, one the older brother is like maybe five, and the little brother is teething. He's just getting his teeth in, and the kid, the five year old, is holding his brother just because, yeah, so he doesn't fall over. And just this little, he's teething. So what's the closest thing to gnaw on is his brother's finger, and of course the kid is British. Which just amps it up a thousand percent. And he goes, Hey, Charlie! 
What about what about <laughs> leave Brittany alone? No, that guy's a saint, right? Everybody, everybody's saying you should have listened to him. I want to know what he's doing. What about hide your kids, hide your wife? <laughs> no. I, I, no, nobody, got, nobody got time for that. That woman, she was fantastic. That woman, I, uh, I can't. I think her name was Georgia, and um, I believe, and that was fantastic. And she was on the local news because her there was a fire. In her apartment complex. Well, we're talking about two different two videos. different things. I know because I haven't seen the one you're talking about. But um, that she is an eyewitness to local news, and you know, uh, ma'am, can you describe what happened? And she gives an account of the finding out that there was a fire in her in her apartment complex. And what's great is she's telling her story, and her son, who is a teenager, is pacing. <laughs> In the background, because he's so embarrassed that she's because she's so animated. But what what's great is she went viral because her catchphrase at the very end was, it was like, "Lord Jesus, there's a fire! Ain't nobody got time for that!" And it was just hilarious. And she laughs at herself. And what's so great is it went viral, and they ended up being invited to the local news to be at the anchor desk and be interviewed. And oh. she brought her son and his son goes, well, it was a rough day because number one, our apartment building caught on fire. And so we're all outside, you know, just trying to figure out what's going on. And the news, you all news team rolls up <laughs> and says, can anyone tell us what happened? And I go, oh, Lord, Mama, no. <laughs> and she goes, I'm going to tell him what happened. And he goes, please don't please, talk. Mama. Please don't talk to the camera. Please. And, and so she goes, well, well, now now we here. So it, it was just great. And she got, a, she got a local endorsement deal for something. And she made money off that. And just for being herself, just you know, being completely herself. The, and it was great. The one that I'm talking about is a younger man. And he's. Got a bandana on his head, and it's the same thing. He's being interviewed. Oh, no. A local news is interviewing him about something. I don't know if he if there was a carjacking or if there was a fire or there was a cat in a tree. I couldn't tell you. Or, you know, maybe even something more serious. But he literally, he gets asked a question by the reporter, and he grabs the mic and goes, Straight to camera, looks down the barrel, and he goes, hide your kids, hide your wife. And he has a whole little catchphrase that he says, and then literally, like, Mike drops and walks away. And I, I that it, I, that I could, couldn't tell you what the rest of it, but I think that that's what the Eddie Murphy SNL sketch about... Oh. The polar bear oh. in Santa's toy shop is about. <laughs> I, I it's so funny, but that also turned into the hide your kids, hide your wife. That got us introduced to a new type of viral video, which was auto tuned, and somebody oh, yeah. turned yeah. his interview. There, I remember into, a channel being called Songify, yes. and it encouraged people to send them links 
to viral videos that they felt could be manipulated with auto-tune to be a song. And I remember there was one of a football player, a quarterback at a high school who had just won a game. And he was so excited. He was so pumped. And he was so wholesome. He just started spouting every inspirational message that he had ever heard. It was so sweet. It was so great. And they made a song out of that. It was it was so cute. But I, I love, I love YouTube. I mean, I mean, I think that we can, and you could go down the rabbit hole. We could go on and on and on, but I think that we can end and wrap it up on Gungam style. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was, uh, you know, obviously, I mean, highly produced and professionally done. But yeah, that definitely that benefited the, from the YouTube lift. World, that was worldwide. Yeah. And I still, well, now you think about it, that that was a music video mm-hmm. and it's by a Korean artist that would have never gained any kind of traction. Well, the thing worldwide. is that he was older at the time. I mean, he was at least 40 this years old and had K-pop been, had being... been um, an established artist in that part of the world for a very long time. He was successful. I mean, you look at the video and you can tell he had a big uh, team behind him. And for whatever reason, this his at the time was his most recent single. And it just exploded worldwide. I, and I think because it, we'd never seen it. before. We had never seen it before. That was 2012 or <laughs> 2013. And that created a whole new genre an interest because in k-pop because because well, obviously well, it had already existed obviously and, but it, and it done didn't very have the exposure well. that people weren't actively looking for stuff right. like that and then it became more mainstream but what the take that i was gonna yeah make is that or the point that i was gonna make is that mtv in the 2000s, we've talked about TRL, we've talked about VH1, that there was this huge shift away from the music video being on television. Mm-hmm. The music video then became the viral mm-hmm. thing. How can we make it shareable? How yeah. can we make it viral? How can we make people watch this content? So now music videos live on online. YouTube and they live online. And, and what's and, crazy is. That now in the music industry, like for billboard charts, billboard rankings, they take into account the the purchase of music, the stream numbers, and also the video views on YouTube all go into what ranks a song, which before that it was only by purchase. That was it. So it shows, I know that we're a bunch of dinosaurs Mm -hmm. talking about technology from literally 2005 Mm -hmm. to 2022. Um, But it's, it's interesting to see that people still will, will put it on their calendar or they will set a reminder for themselves when their favorite artist is going to drop 
mm-hmm. that music video. And I, there are many current artists that I really enjoy their music. Like Ed Sheeran has had, he's got a new album that he did during the pandemic, but Shiver and uh, Bad Habits mm-hmm. are fun, amazing videos. I love his songs. And then you've got uh, Adele mm-hmm. dropped her new, and then she's got one, two, two new music videos for her singles. You've got Taylor Swift who did I mean, Taylor's version. But she really thinks about the, not just the song, but the music video that goes with the song. And I think we've kind of had this pendulum that it, it streaming clicks, shares, whether it's on YouTube or Facebook or anything like that. But um, YouTube is for everybody. Mm-hmm. You can find anything at helpful, helpful tips, helpful videos to help you fix uh, your washing machine. Or <laughs> I had to watch a YouTube video to replace my windshield wiper blades because I didn't remember how to do it because it had been like two years since mm-hmm. I had done it. I realized people are like, you're supposed to replace those every year, just like your shoes. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> well, it depends it's, on where you live, on the weather also. Right. But I made sure to replace it before we had any kind of significant rain. So, yay. Yeah. But, but we hope that this has been fun for you guys. I hope that some of you maybe remember some of these videos. And if you need a little pick-me-up in the in the middle of the day or something fun to to watch and mm-hmm. to take a break from life and maybe uh you know show show whoever else is in your house that video like hey remember this video or feel free to you know spiral down into the rabbit hole a little bit <laughs> you know wherever those those links or liked videos may take you i mean who knows maybe you'll find something new and interesting and then feel free to send it along and share it to us because that's what I do all day, every day. I love memes, and I love little short, funny videos. Uh, it's it, it brings me joy, and it makes me smile during the day. And So, hey, whatever get, can make you chuckle a little bit, yeah. I think, is a good thing. I'm going to give you one last recommendation for a viral video from uh, YouTube, which is completely and utterly wholesome. It is a kid who has just ridden a bike without training wheels for oh. the very first time. And he, he's so he's so pumped that his dad is excited too. And his dad just says, how are you feeling right now? And the kid just launches into an, he, an inspirational speech for the ages and the title, so you can Google it, is Thumbs Up for Rock and Roll. Yes. And it's incredible. It's the best. Highly highly recommended. It makes you feel good. Five two, stars. Two, two thumbs way, way up. So, so um, thank you so much for hanging out with us, you guys. And I hope every day is a five-star day for you. Two thumbs way, way up. (laughs) And uh, this has been I'm Not Complaining. I'm just asking for you to send me funny internet content on any social media platform (laughs) that we may be friends on. Okay, bye. Bye.